And welcome back to Defacast, everybody. What the fuck was that, Dave? I could barely hear that. It sounded like static. Sure, if I was gonna get it or not, so I, 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 I didn't have the enthusiasm. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> half ass attempt to derail the podcast. Welcome back to Defacast, everybody. I'm Carl Fernando. I'm Michael. Davey Boy. And we're on a mission from God. Um, the Blues Brothers. Now, I was surprised that you two wanted to fucking. I really thought I was like sticking it to you, Dave, because I thought you wouldn't, you'd hate to watch the Blues Brothers, but you, you were fucking pleasantly surprised. Um, How do you know that? Because you just seemed enthused last week. You're like, oh yeah, okay, and I was like, yeah, that it, wasn't the reaction I was, was looking a, for. Yeah, because it was on my list of things to watch. Ah, oh, I, <laughs> I, I've never, I've never seen it. I was half so expecting, <laughs> I was half expecting you to turn around and be like. Yeah, because I knew you fucking wanted me to react that... You didn't want me to react that way. So, <laughs> Dave knew the reaction that I was looking for, and he just went the opposite direction just to fuck with me more. Well, you'll be pleased to know that I, I found it a little boring. Okay. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Apart from the music, I, I thought... I mean, who doesn't want to hear Ray Charles and Aretha Franklin sing? Yeah, fucking A. Yeah, Cab you Calloway. Know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I... I yeah, that was that was really good. Um, I love I, I love that scene towards the I end. I came to I yeah I came to the realization that Terry uh, Fisher as well. That Ray Charles' version of um, Shake a Tail Feather is uh, it's I didn't realize that that was uh, tied into the Blues Brothers. I so the the version of that song that I'm most familiar with is is actually it's, from this movie. Yeah, okay. yeah, I, I had no idea. <laughs> that's, there you go. That's where it was from. But so when he when they started when they busted out into that tune, I was like, I was like, ah, oh, holy shit! Yeah. Oh, but you still found it boring. Yeah, and and to be honest, uh, Aretha Franklin's and Ray Charles's songs were pretty much the only two were the two songs that I would would probably make this movie a mu- a musical in that sense for me it was like because they they were singing about the 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 along to the narrative i guess yeah whereas all the other songs were performances yeah even even then ray charles's one was sort of on par like not on par it was uh, even in that it, sense it, it, it was it didn't, it didn't drive the narrative yeah, 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 but people out on the street started joining in and stuff and then th- yeah. at that point it was just like oh, okay this is getting to that point but it, yeah they they were pretty much the only the only two songs in the in the movie that i thought made it made it a musical in that sense but other than that i, I just found it a bit it was a bit slow um man they they must have spent some money wrecking shit yeah well holy crap i don't i, I wanted to fact check it i just it slipped my mind i only just remembered it when you were saying it then but i think that the car, the police car pileup, you know, the second one, where they're driving through, speeding through Chicago, I right. think that like held the record for like decades with right. like the amount of actual cars that they 
because they, they wrecked a few. Up. They wrecked them at, yeah. the, um, at the hall I think as there was well. Like, I think, yeah, I think there was all up. I think there was like 50-something vehicles totaled. Which right, is like, yeah. yeah. Like, when you think of now, like, special effects and stuff, and you're like, yeah, it's like... Yeah, 50 is a fucking Optimus Prime fucking unleashing his weapon in the middle of downtown fucking New York. But, um... Yeah, back then, when there was, you know, relatively no CGI. Yeah. Even the mall and all that, like, when they're driving through through the mall, I was, and they're just crashing into everything. I was like, fuck me, this is... This is yeah. absolute... Or chaos. Havoc. Yeah, fucking... Yeah. I just love, though, Belushi and fucking Ackroyd's just... Just nonchalantness oh. all the way through it. I fucking... I think that's what kills me every time I watch it because that's what I remember the most I'm just kind of like they just don't give a fuck like yeah, there's an attempt on their lives and they just walk away from it every time it's just yeah, yeah I, I, I I gotta admit I got something out of that as well like I I understood I guess what what was meant like what they were going for with that sort of thing like the first time I thought why are they not looking at the car like when she fires a rocket launcher at him and I'm like why are they not even looking at who where that came from or whatever yeah the second time it happened i I was like ah okay i see where this is going (laughs) it blows up the building (laughs) (laughs) but bellucci i i didn't realize um because he died two years after that movie came out yeah and i didn't know i thought that (laughs) i actually thought that was jim bellucci his brother yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, who who was that? That's John. Was That's that John, John. John Belushi. John. Yeah. I thought that I, was Jim, and yeah. I was like, man, I I didn't realize Jim Belushi was so big. <laughs> but and then I and then I looked after it was over. I looked at I looked it up, and I'm like, Fuck. yeah, because the there were things he said, and it it just sounded exactly like Jim Belushi. I was like, holy crap. Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't realize yeah. it. But yeah. Belushi, Belushi was the he. I think he was. The reason I started, I, I well, not I started. I I heard about SNL for the first time, I think because right. yeah, I watched the Blues Brothers, and then I was like, I like them too. Like I'd seen Dan Aykroyd before, you know, obviously Ghostbusters and fucking um yeah. My Girl, but then, yeah, seeing it's, it's seeing John Belushi, like I was it. like, this guy's fucking hilarious, and he's like, he's not doing much. Like that was the thing that struck me this time watching it again, like really analysing it, because I'm like. Every time, I think I watched it around this time last year as well, but it was just for enjoyment. But this time I kind of really looked at it and I'm like, he doesn't actually do much, but I'm like, it's fucking hilarious when he does do it. And I always lose my shit when he's begging for his life to carry Fisher. (laughs) And he just starts rattling off. He's like, I got a flat tire. I got arrested. The car blew up. Locus. (laughs) It's just like, Jesus Christ. Fucking yeah. hilarious. I found I found stuff amusing, but nothing that really that really stood yeah, out. To me. And I don't know if it's because there's a lack of nostalgia for me uh, in in that sense that I hadn't seen it before. Yeah, yeah. There was, yeah. That's, that's basically where I stand on it. I think the nostalgia was a strong arm for me, definitely. Michael, what would you think? Um, when I <laughs> when I started the movie, it showed the runtime, and I was like, holy fuck. All right, mm. um, like for an '80s comedy, that's big, Mammoth. that's massive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, two and a half hours of, of movie. 
Yeah, and because I, I, I vaguely remember it as a kid, vaguely, and I'm like, how the fuck did they fill two and a half hours? Granted, a lot of the musical numbers did that, mm. um, but having said that, it was it was enjoyable. Um, I'm not in a hurry to put it on again, and I think nostalgia does play a big factor with this one. Mm. Um, and the runtime would put me off putting it on again. I think. Yeah. <clears throat> But um, it's still enjoyable, still fun. Um, so either of you didn't feel like it was drawn out at all. I did. Yeah. I think look, I, I think yeah. I actually nodded off for a couple of minutes. So. Yeah. There's def look. There's definitely a lot of fluff in there. But um. Yeah. It's yeah. I think like even when um they go back to Dan Aykroyd's like apartment, like a lot of that you could have cut. Yeah. Off. Yeah. And I was just like fucking hell. But it does well, establish things- that like his obsession with toast. Which yeah, I found funny. I don't <laughs> I know. I fucking love when he goes into the raise, raise music shop yeah. and he just pulls out the bread from his jacket pocket. Yeah, he's there the entire time. <laughs> when they order the food at friggin' the restaurant. Yeah, four chickens, four <laughs> deep fried chickens. Yeah, I'm sitting there thinking, oh, well, that's that's Carl's order. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's all he was. Fucking look at me, like I'm the pig. <laughs> <laughs> I just kept noticing little things like when the drawbridge was going up and they're showing shots of the gears turning. And I'm like, why do we need to see this? Yeah. 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 I, I don't give a fuck what's yeah. driving that drawbridge. A lot of the chases were pretty long too. You it? know, you know, one that I fucking, the, the weirdest threat I've ever fucking heard in my life, dude, is, I don't know if you's, if you's caught it, but it's when they first met the dude from the good old boys. And he's just talk- and he's like saying that he's the union union rep. Oh, like, oh, you're gonna cop. look, yeah, you're gonna look pretty funny eating corn on the cob with no fucking teeth. I actually paid paid attention to that because I actually thought that, I thought that was pretty funny. It is like it is funny, but I was just kind of like, it's also fucking weird. <laughs> Why the fuck you first off? <laughs> Why would I? Uh, why would I go to eat corn on the cob when I had no teeth? Like, why would that? Is that other food there? Can I have, have some mash? Like, are you saying that that I that I can't afford a knife? Yeah. <laughs> I was just if anyone ever said that to me in a serious manner, I'd just have to sit down because I'd be like, I don't, I don't know what is this. Yeah, am I gonna get old and lose my teeth? What are you, you fuck? Because you're not going to punch them out. Uh, that was, yeah, I love that. <laughs> yeah, I got to admit, I, I did I did pay, pay pay attention to that. That stuck that stuck in my mind. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty, yeah. I think pretty um average reviews all around for this one. Even after I watched it, I was like, oh, maybe this wasn't a good one to pick. Because I don't think there's going to be much, much to talk about with it other than... Oh, look, yeah. I... Yeah. I mean, it was, it was good performances. I'll give them that. Like, Belushi and Aykroyd were fucking excellent. The The music was insanely good. I love the music. Yeah, the like, you can't, yeah. Even, even them doing the Rawhide theme in the fucking Western bar. Yeah. I was like, I'm loving this. Like, this is uh, great. What was, the, what was the song they were doing um, when they were getting booed at the, the first gig they... <clears throat> like when they did, were doing their own thing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What was it? I think that's I the, what the Blues Brothers... Song that they wrote. Oh, I think they nah. wrote for that. Was it? Nah, I, I think it's. 
Dun, 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 dun. No, it was a, it was a familiar. It was a familiar song to Go me. Go to fuck. Hang on, I'm on IMDb. I'll just look at the fucking soundtrack. Oh but, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I sort of you know, know how. You know, of... you know what? Also, well, just going back to like the runtime and how there was a lot of stuff that they could cut out. I was just thinking about that. I'm like, it's strange with comedy comedy movies. I I'm I tend to not worry too much about that. Because I'm like, I think the idea is, well, if I'm laughing through it, then it's not fluff, you know what I mean? But, like, if you're, if it's an action film or a drama film, then I'm a little bit more like, yeah, with the editing, like, yeah, you could cut that out, like, you don't need that, fuck that off, fuck this off, like, you know, get rid of this entire scene. But with comedy films, I think I'm a lot more lenient with that, as long as I'm... As long as I'm laughing, I don't really care. Right? Yeah, because like you don't you don't notice if you if you're busting a gut. Yeah, <clears throat> exactly. As long as you're doing it consistently, then yeah, yeah it doesn't matter. You know, the Spencer Davis group, and I was I that stuck in my mind is because I always thought that was a, a a black dude singing that song, and when I f- first watched the YouTube video for this, it's this fucking white ass dude with this voice and I'm like holy shit um give I me think, some loving yeah 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 I know the song and they're booing it and throwing big and I'm like who the fuck would boo no one no I don't care how redneck you are you're not gonna boo this shit did you catch did you catch when they walked in and John John asked the waitress he's like so like what kind of music do you have in she's like we've got both but the look on both of their faces after that too is that's fucking gold <laughs> we've got both yeah no that was good we've got both <laughs> just looking at just looking at the box office too for this bitch fucking budget was 27 million which you know like for a comedy movie you're like in 1980 you're like yeah wow that's quite substantial but it it grossed in the USA fifty-seven point two million, and then worldwide a hundred and fifteen million. What was the what was the budget again? Sorry, twenty-seven million estimated. Holy crap, that's yeah, that's <clears throat> yeah. That's, so that's mammoth. For... Twenty million of that was uh, all the cars they. Uh, that's what I was looking yeah. thinking. I was like, and so, and then the other seven million was the fucking and rights the, to the music. And the more they read. Yeah. Yeah. You know what was really fucking weird though? It was um the bouncer, you know the not the bouncer, the dude towards the end that that's like, You boys are great, like I wanna sign you. When he was mm. when they were talking to him and he's like they're like, Do you know our way out of this place? And he's like, Yeah, I used to be a bouncer here in the seventies. I was I was it took me out of it for a moment because like it was so weird to hear somebody in nineteen eighty reference the 70s because that's like you know somebody in 2000 being like oh the 90s like it's still i don't know i'd still feel like i still feel like we're in like uh, we've just gone into this millennium they probably would have been filming in the 70s yeah so it's yeah it just threw me out a little bit i was like oh, that's weird i've never seen that before but um yeah that's probably just because i've watched it so many fucking times <laughs> yeah Anything else you used to want to add? Uh, John Lee Hooker. It was fucking good too. John Lee Hooker. Did you just yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, that song outside the Soul Food Cafe was yeah. fucking excellent. I fucking love that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like I said, I think the music, the music was was really good. Every time a tune came on, I was, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to listen to this. But um, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, All right, well, that's fucking... Oh, and the, the scene with the nun at the start, I thought was pretty funny. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. she... The pen yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. She, yeah. She, she took me back, because she's in... I think she's in a few Jerry Lewis movies. Yeah, I think she's... She was quite... Uh, I think... Famous. Around yeah, I, I remembered her... I oh. from, from... There's one Jerry Lewis movie. James uh, Brown as the well. The Disorderly Orderly. Yeah. Oh, and James Brown, yeah. 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 Have you ever watched James Brown James Brown High on on TV? Isn't that just him any time he's oh, on TV? Oh no, dude, <laughs> dude. I've, I will link it to you, and anyone that's listening can go on fucking just YouTube it as well. Just type in James Brown High interview and laugh your fucking <laughs> ass off. Um, <laughs> fucking hilarious. Uh, oh, that's it. Thumb, thumbs up. I think that's all we've. I'll give it a thumbs up, brothers. Yeah, I think I'll. Uh, I think I'll sideways thumb it. Oh, I thought it, you you it's, you fucking teased me then. You always like nah, yeah, this is I going up. This is barely yeah, going up. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't hate it, but I just can't. I just don't think I'm ever going to watch it again. You fucking you piece of shit. You What's shit. You? <laughs> You're better than fucking John Belushi and Dan actually. Shut up. <laughs> shit. <laughs> all right, Michael, <laughs> take us away. Where are we going next week? I feel like it's been forever since I've had a pick. Yeah, I know it does. It does so we'll, yeah, we've had, you know, a couple of weeks off. Will the synopsis give it away? Um, it really depends on whether you've seen the movie or not. Ooh. Yeah. Do you Carl, know? Carl, I think, has. Oh. I'm not too sure. Dave, I'm going to guess no. But uh, I can I can read you the synopsis if you want. Yeah, let's start. Yeah, let's start, start with the synopsis. Start with synopsis. Let's see if we can get it. Okay, an undercover cop in a not too distant future becomes involved with a dangerous new drug and begins to lose his own identity as a result. Ah, uh, this does sound familiar. It's uh, directed by one of Carl's old buddies. Damn. Nah, that's not a cop ringing. Fucks Not ringing with... any bells for me. Uh, it's Judge Dredd. It's a scanner darkly. Yeah. That's... Uh... What, what was it? Say that again. Yeah. A scanner darkly. Oh, mate, fucking... Is it Richard Keanu? Linklater. Keanu? Uh, definitely not. Yeah, Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Winona Ryder, Robert Downey Jr., Woody Harrelson. Wow. Oh, cool. Yeah, I remember... I think I think I started watching this when it first came out, but me being young, too young to, like, you know, appreciate it, I think I... The, or get it. Yeah, or get it. The, the animation to it just irritated it's me. It's very... It's very interestingly animated. That's actually what yeah. gripped me. Uh, when I first saw the footage, I was like, "Wow, this is really interesting." Mm. It's it, different. Is it real footage also... with like an animation filter, or is it actually animated? Yeah, yeah. kind of. It's, it's, it's like, this, uh, it was it at like the ro- time rotoscoped or something. Yeah, it's rotos. Rotos. Well, ro- I think rotoscoping is how they used to do animation purely, mm. but now there's a way to rotoscope over 
actual footage, I think. So, and this was like cutting edge I'm at not, that I'm time. With <clears throat> I think we've, yeah. we've um, the, the animation actually it actually lends itself to the the story and the the themes of the the movie as well. Yeah. It's like it's, it's very very fluid, like reality is constantly changing. Yeah, it's 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 interesting. It's a great tool to use for this kind of movie. There's another movie that came out recently, like and I mean like in like I think the past maybe five years, that's got sim animation in that sort of vein. Um and it's I think it's built around a singular Interpolated rotoscoping. Interpolated root. How do you spell interpolated? I N T E R P O L A T E D. Yeah, there we go. Because there's um, there's another movie with that that I'm like, that's really fucking good. Um, I'm just gonna type in that in fucking movies and see what comes up. And I think I think. I think, Michael, I think you would like it, and I've just totally forgotten about it. Oh, fucking mm. Heavy Metal is there. I just, I put in that with movies at the end. Heavy Metal, Tron, Waking Life. That's another Richard Linklater one. That's the one. So it's not fucking ah. recent. That's Yeah, I, I haven't seen it. At this point, 18 years old, Carl. Um, but that's before A Scanner Darkly. Mm. So, yeah. So, Michael... Why this? Yes. Why this movie? Um, I've been wanting to watch it again. Um, recently, it's been it's been a few years. I just I love it. I think it's a great movie. Um, sort of an interesting look on drugs themselves, uh, identity, losing touch with reality, and just the effect that harmful substances can take on a person. Really, mm. no one, no one. Linklater, though, surely he would take a sort of a you know middle ground approach to drugs. But well, he does. Like in in this movie, he does. Yeah, it's very. You you do see the good and the bad with mm. it. Um, but it's it's the movie is more or less. It's not so much the drug itself that's the problem. It's the people controlling and distributing the drugs right. that are using it to sort of brainwash. Oh, so they're the government, basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you'll, you'll see. You'll see when you watch it. You'll. you'll this get. podcast is going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but, let's um, go. Let's go on and watch a scanner darkly. Until cool. until next week. Pull your finger out. <laughs>